Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining us. Today is uh, the last session for the year, regular Chan session for the year. So, uh, because after today, we'll start this afternoon, we start our annual Fo Chi, which is a one week of Buddha recitation, uh, a lighter form of Chan meditation, if you will. And then after that, we have a tr 10 straight weeks of Chan Chi, where every day we'll be meditating intensively. Okay, so uh, this is why the regular class ends today, and we'll pick it up uh, next uh, February. So um, you're welcome to continue to join us with the Chan class. Uh, come in on the weekend or any day during the next uh, uh, 10 weeks, I mean, after next week, and uh, to meditate, okay? Because meditation is a very important uh, uh, part of your uh, maintenance program, self-maintenance program, okay? Uh, this is, has been proven the last week or so, the, I'm sorry, the last year or so, because I noticed, I noticed that the people who come, who came to the temple regularly on the weekend to uh, do a, a chanti like this, for example, they uh, have been improving steadily. And there's something uh, magical about, uh, very actually encouraging to me to see it in so many people that. Uh, they are, there's a process here. We have a Chan community, both at the temples and also a combination of online participation as well, uh, where people are given the opportunities to uh, meditate with us and thus take care of themselves. And this is fundamental. Unless you take care of your health, uh, you, you will not get better. The body decays every day, okay, for most of us, except for children. The children's body, they grow until like up to 17, 19, and after that, it's downhill, okay? And so we have a long downhill to go, and unless you do something about it, uh, it won't get better, unfortunately. And, and so I recommend uh, a combination of physical exercise, a minimal of some kind of physical exercise where you walk, you jog, or you work out and so forth. And then, uh, and much more important is uh, practice meditation regularly. It's a must. There's no good substitute for it. Uh, take it from me, I've been doing this for my entire life. Uh, this has been, I mean, uh, I've lived my entire life and finally discovered Chan meditation to be such a uh, beneficial practice for myself personally. Okay, in what way? I see in all of you as well. Uh, you feel more at peace. Yes? Uh, your stamina increases. And it's, it's by, uh, that's through meditation, naturally. And then along with it, there are other real tangible uh, benefits, such as you become more patient, you uh, are more tolerant, uh, you, you, as you improve, uh, and the, the key here for us is that uh, we emphasize the importance of the continued improvement. Okay? The sky's a limit. Do not self yourself short. You are capable of reaching the skies. Okay? All of us. Hmm is able to do so. 
And this process has been proven to be the case where anyone and everyone can do that. Okay? Because we have a community here of people, including instructors and, and monks and nuns who have reached quite advanced levels, as well as lay people, you know, this year, it's funny thing, this year, I had some lay people who became enlightened, enlightened for us is a gold standard. Practice Chan, we have a goal, we teach you Chan because we train you in order for you to become enlightened. Enlightening is a kind of a cool thing. You really, for the first time in your life, understand and discover happiness that the way that you never experienced before. It's such a cool, cool thing. I don't care whatever you do. You could be uh, enjoying drinking, smoking, eating, gambling, whatever you're doing. The joy, let me repeat, the joy from the state of enlightenment is incomparable. It beats all the sensual pleasures in the world, let me assure you. And we saw some lay people achieving that. We saw monks and nuns achieving that as well this past year. So, you know, we have a very special group uh, of people here in our community. They are very, very, very unique and talented individuals. And they started out just like you, newcomers. Boring confused, so afflicted, hmm? yeah. and they discover hmm, peace and true happiness through the Chan practice over time. Hmm. So it's for everyone, and, and please believe, uh, if they can do it, so can you. If I can do it, so can you. Okay, there's a process here that we're sharing for free until we find a way to monetize it. Okay, I'm always leave the door open for more money. <laughs> never worked for me before the last two decades, but uh, I never give up. <laughs> okay, so please uh, just do it. Okay, sounds like a commercial. Anyway, because it's really worth it. And you can do it. And, and uh, I've been talk, talking like this to a lot of people, and uh, many of you stuck around because uh, uh, you have the blessings to be able to take advantage of it. This is what... My teachers uh, have been doing it. People in our tradition, the Weiyang tradition, have been doing this for, for over a thousand years for free. And uh, it's our community service. Okay? Uh, we're doing it because that's how we improve ourselves, by the way. It's not totally, purely altruistic. We do it because we benefit ourselves as well. We will reach a level when you see you free from your pettiness, from your selfishness, and you're able to live your life and do things for others okay, freely. You don't have to calculate anymore. What's in it for you? Hmm? Hmm. And that's real freedom, folks. You don't have to calculate. You don't calculate anymore. Just do it naturally, without thinking. 
and you are a real force. You belong, you are part of the force of goodness. Okay, and this is a community here that we're very proud of. We've been building for quite a while now of the people who at various levels, from beginners to pretty advanced, from very young, who don't know what they're doing yet, they don't know, who don't realize they're being hooked yet into this process, to pretty old, you know, we have, what is it? A monk who's in Korea right now, an abbot in Korea, who's like, he's at least 100 years old, I think. Okay, uh, he's been doing this, and he's very gung-ho about it. He says, I'm a Chan person, you know, I'm a human person, all these things. So, so you see, we have this community of, uh, of people who, that we practice together, and we're encouraging each other, and we're learning from each other. It's such a cool, cool thing. I hope you, you will join us and take it seriously. It says practice every day, every week, and you see. Okay, you won't regret it. You will find it well worth it. And again, this enlightenment thing here is such a cool thing. And personally, I, I, I find it so fascinating to see that people, uh, the potential, your potential is so uh, unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. All right, questions and comments? Yes, sir. G.I. Joe. Ex-G.I. Joe. Good morning, Master. Uh, we have a question from Samson Lau. Yes. He asks, uh, good morning, Master. When someone reaches enlightenment, do they feel good all the time, or is it only when they enter samadhi? Very good. Mm-hmm. These are the sort of, uh, sort of um, unclear things that you people read, and I read myself, uh, about this enlightenment thing thing here, enlightenment thing here, and uh, I couldn't find anyone to explain to me uh, until uh, we have more of such people, and you you ask them, uh, they are discovering themselves that enlightenment is a state of samadhi. Samadhi is what we train you to develop the ability to concentrate better and better and better and better. That is under your control. You can do it yourself. Okay? You develop the skill yourself. It's your, pers- your own abilities you're developing. Okay, enlightenment is a state of samadhi where you enter it. And it's very special because until you reach that level below that, I'm talking a big enlightenment, I'm not talking about small enlightenment. Small enlightenment for us, uh, believe it or not, we don't, we're not impressed. Okay. it's big enlightenment we're shooting for, folks. We're teaching you Chan because I plant, want to plant the seeds in all of you because I want you to be curious. In the back of your mind, say, it's so cool Then I want to experience it. Okay? Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you should experience it. And in the future, you will experience it. It's a matter of when. Even the young boys back there who are playing with their phones, they will experience it. Okay? Because this is what we do. We, we talk about it, and, and in, in the back of your mind, even though you listen to it with half ear, uh, they can't help. They sit there playing back, and the ears are, are, are hearing it. Okay? And they, the curiosity is piqued. They say, wow, it's such a cool thing. If in the future my parents experience it, i like to see it too. Hmm? i like to experience it too myself. So I'm, I'm piquing your curiosity. I'm making you curious so that because, because you will experience yourself. It's a matter of time. That's all. Okay? 
And so this state of concentration here, and, and, and we have the process, a proven process, uh, that we call the Wei Yang training, Wei Yang Chan sect training, that dates back to China, that Master Shunha brought here, okay, uh, and transmitted to my generation. Um, and to be honest, I'm one of the uh, teachers who's more of the pure Wei Yang style of training, because that's how I was trained, than his disciples. His disciples are sheltered. I was not sheltered. I had nothing. And that's our style of training. You are sheltered. Now you have temple. You have free food at 11. Hmm? <laughs> Things are provided for you. And you still whine and say, Whoa, why is it so hard? <laughs> okay. Uh, so... We have this process here where you know, historically this proven process has produced incredible levels of enlightenment. So this enlightenment here, going back to the question, this enlightenment here is a samadhi level that we help you develop in our style of training, Wei Yang style of training. Okay, from low meaning zero to all to, to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and so forth, and forth until until this level here of enlightenment, big enlightenment. Okay. It's basically a samadhi. Basically it's a skill, a state of mind. And you develop the ability to enter that state of mind. For example, uh, for example, when beginners learn to meditate, what do you learn to do? I see it all the graphics about meditation everywhere. You put your two fingers together, and you put it on your knees, and you say, Om. Okay, it works for many people. It's okay. But it's very hard to develop samadhi powers that way. You see? Because they don't have our style of training, our, the geniuses of the superior monks from China who devise ways to help us develop okay, our samadhi power. So you, you get this to this level of enlightenment where, where it's a state of a samadhi, a state of concentration, you're able to enter. Okay? And when you enter that state, it's incredibly wonderful. Okay? So I've seen it from, from, from my students. And I also see, saw how my students become miserable when they're not in that state. They say, oh, I hate myself. Oh, life is so hard. <laughs> and they can't wait to get back into that state. Even worn for their commitment to work, to the families, and so forth. So what to do now? Okay, so the answer to the question is, it's a state of concentration, therefore you are very happy, very blissful, or feel wonderful when you're there. But to stay in that state of samadhi requires you to have a lot of blessings. When your blessings run out, you have to come out. Okay, so, so at least you have a choice. Yes? Did you know that even if you entered for a split second, incredible things happen to your body, to your mind, to you? For that split second, you are generating oodles upon oodles of blessings. It beats going to work and make money. So don't... Let your wife tell you that on the weekend you have to work so that you make more money. No, you, t- you tell her, honey, I'm making blessings for us. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm telling you because it's true. And so you enter it because you have the ability and the blessings. Two things. 
you have to be able to access it. You know, like you hit the elevator, you can punch number, penthouse. All right? And blessings is the form of the card there in the hotels. When you check in, they give you a card. Check into the fancy elevator there, okay? You have to tap the card in the elevator before it shoots up. So this is blessings. You pay for it, okay? It's not free, folks. Don't believe them and say, you know, um, you can do it too. <laughs> but why do you struggle so much? Because you don't, you're not harnessing your blessings. Hmm? That's why you keep on saying, um, year after year after year. If you go through this way on training style that we, we, we share with all of you for free, okay, uh, you have this combination, this process here, we don't, we don't need to explain everything to you besides it's all free, so I don't, you know, don't, uh, you misbehave, we kick you out, okay, to be blunt with you. Okay, we give it, it when it's free, uh, don't be too demanding. <laughs> All right, um, and so, so this, this process here is you, you have to build both skills and blessings for you to be able to make it to the next level, next level, next level. You see, it's very logical. It's not like om. You om like this lifetime, but the lifetime you old, you still like this. Om. And, and the proof is that, why is it free? Because I'm planting blessings for myself. <laughs> you understand? We all have to create blessings ourselves in order to improve and improve and improve. You all have to. So don't think I'm doing because of goodness in my heart. It's just a little bit. Om. <laughs> but the rest is self-benefit. Ah. Oh, look at these people. How interesting. They wear masks now. Going visit a bank after this or what? <laughs> All right. So... So answering more than what the original question, yes, enlightenment is, uh, is um, something nice that you can develop the skills to enter, okay, and experience all the benefits, okay? But you also should not forget that you need to accrue more blessings to enjoy more of the benefits. Yes, sir. Master, what is the difference, if there's any, between enlightenment and nirvana? Enlightenment is not necessarily the nirvana. Okay? Enlightenment is a state of mind where you enter this samadhi and you get all these benefits like going to that private club and you get to use all the facilities okay, because you can afford it. Okay. Nirvana, on the other hand, is like a destination. You plan to go there and not come out anymore. So in, 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 uh, in uh, Buddhism, we also have the concept of pure land as well. Pure land is not nirvana, okay? Because one of the major differences is that when you go to pure land, you plan to come out. When you enter nirvana, you don't plan to come out. 
So that's why the people who are uh, knowledgeable don't want to be in nirvana until they are Buddhas. Only losers would enter nirvana, except for Buddhas. All right, any other questions? See, I'm demystifying so much junk you're reading online and, and, and uh, the scholars are telling you. And because they, they only read, you know, one document to the next and they're not necessarily in sync, okay? Uh, Buddhism is very multi-layered. When we explain to you, uh, it depends on who you are. If you're om like this, we explain to you differently. If you're more advanced, we explain to you differently. Yes, uh, G.I. Joe, did you have any question? Yes, we have a question uh, uh, from uh, Bert Demerchi. Yeah. He would like to know, how can he overpower the demon that possesses him? When I man... When I meditate longer than an hour plus, I totally lose control of my mind. My body gets cold, and I sometimes feel more depressed. Thank you. Oof, big problem there. Huh. Well, you can't over, uh, overpower demons, okay? It takes a long time before you're able to develop that uh, ability to overpower demons. For now, uh, work your butts off, mop the floor, cook, get abused. Uh, 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 suffer, and you survive the training, then someday you'll be able to. Okay, that's a sad truth. Demons are not easily messed. Uh, you can't mess with them. They are quite difficult, quite dangerous. All right, but uh, if you do it right under supervision, get the proper help. Mm. Demons are useful. This is why we don't kill them. Very much like snakes are dangerous to us, but they're useful. Hmm? We let them be themselves and let them help them help us control the rodent population. Hmm? They eat rats. So you see, you know, life is always uh, there's some some dangers is then they on the other hand you know there also some great benefits as well great dangers come with great benefits you have to learn how to use them very much like at work people who cooperate with you people who don't cooperate with you the one who cooperate with you you buy them coffee the ones who don't cooperate you let the, ta- uh, the air out of their tires. <laughs> That's what I do. I don't know what else you do. Okay, anyone else? Yes, five. Yes, Master, we have another question from uh, Diego about getting out of nirvana. He asks, uh, is that why Buddhists and Bodhisattvas also save Pratika Buddhas from nirvana? Do they help them get out of nirvana and find Mahayana? I don't know. I don't know what Buddhas and Bodhisattvas do. I just have a big mouth, that's all. Uh, but uh, logically speaking, and you believe that nirvanas are not desirable until you become a Buddha? Okay. Uh, Buddha's nirvana is different from our nirvana. Uh, so, um, in a way. And, and so, so, we know that when you're uh, low level, why do you want to enter nirvana and get stuck in nirvana where you are? It's like 
e o one super lotto and uh, is one of the, my my secret desire i wish i could do super lotto just once in my life yeah. half a billion that's all i ask i give it away all of it as well <laughs> okay uh, to myself uh, <laughs> My temple. <laughs> uh, and so, so, you know, it's desirable, okay? Uh, but it's desirable to enter nirvana, okay? It's, it's quite nice, okay? Uh, but there's, there's a, there's, there's a, there is a drawback. It's very much like, uh, I just want to win the Super Lotto once in my lifetime. That's it. I'm satisfied. Uh, chances are that once you've won the Super Lotto, now you have friends who are also worth, uh, you know, also billionaires. And they, stay, and they look at, when then you look at them and say, hmm, it must be nice to be a billionaire. Can I win the Super Lotto one more time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Once you have the taste of it, you want more and more. And more. So why would you want to stop at the nirvana? You keep want to keep going to a better nirvana, to a better one, to a better one, to a better one. So, but there's some people like me who's so poor who says, "I just want it once. I don't care." Okay, as soon as I win one and say, "Okay, that's it. I'm not talking to any of you." Goodbye. <laughs> okay, you are trouble. Okay, you are too poor. You're gonna try and steal from me. You are too rich. You're gonna try. You, you will. You will make me doubt myself and so forth. So you shut yourself down. That's what happens to people who enter nirvana. Does it make sense to you? Hmm? Loser. Only losers would do that. So that's why, uh, logically. Uh, even though you're able to enter nirvana, uh, I think uh, your teachers taught you because you developed the skills through their guidance would do things to help you not enter that nirvana and continue. So when I was at Master Srinivas temples, that's what I learned. I learned that from his low-level disciples, this guy, he's a Caucasian monk here, said, he told me, these people don't know anything. But anyway, he told me, told me, Master Shenua said, once you enter this nirvana with, uh, with the residuals, meaning the four stage, Ahat, Saparatika, Buddha, Nirvana, uh, you suspend it forever. And when I heard that, I was terrified. Oh, I don't want to enter this. Why would I want to be suspended? I want to live my life. I want to drive a red car. I want to go to the Maldives. Maldives, right? I've never been there. No? Maldives. Thank you very much. Yes, he has been there. Yeah. Okay. Would be nice when I have my half a million, half a billion. Yeah. Uh, you see, so I was terrified. I said, no, 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 I don't want to do this. But then after a while, I realized that, uh, that uh, uh, the teaching is probably for losers like that guy because uh, he's from Hinayana perspective. They only shoot for that. But for us, we, we, you know, once you get going with Chan, I assure you, you will not want to enter Nirvana naturally because of my big mouth. I keep on telling you about bigger things and bigger things, bigger things. Look at you and say, you enjoying yourself? Yeah? Okay, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Keep going. That's a job. That's my job. Hmm? Are you happy, huh, G.I. Joe? See, he was happy. G.I. Joe was very happy like a couple years ago, three years ago, four years ago. He said, I am so peaceful. I am so blissful. The best I've ever experienced my entire life. So every day, every weekend he came, we come to the temple, 
looking so blissful, so peaceful. So after two or three years, I said, what's the matter with you? I keep on telling all of you, there's more, there's better. But you don't care. He said, oh, I'm so happy. Om. So I told him, he said, hey, get off your butt. <laughs> keep going. And he's, look at him now. You can't tell? Tell us. Still blissful, but... Uh, Still blissful? In, in, <laughs> Sacrilegious. Enduring the present, but uh, working for the future. Still blissful, but more blissful. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's why you want to keep going. It gets better and better and better. And that's what I call living. It has to be better and better and better to make it worth it. It's like I am a police woman. Now I want to be police chief. And then after that, I want to be, I don't know, Wonder Woman? See what I mean? You got to keep, it's, life is fun. It can be fun. Don't stop. And that's what China is about. We don't stop. Be hungry. You endure. When you endure, it gets better. And that's the secret about getting, making things better. Because in order for things to get better for you, you have to be able and willing to endure obstructions and difficulties. If it's pleasant, you will not improve. Very much like after I win the Super Lotto, I'm tired of tell, uh, dropping hints about my red car, and you guys, uh, mass is not serious. I am that serious. <laughs> okay, after win the Super Lotto, yeah, half a billion dollars. I again, I'm not greedy. Half a billion. <laughs> okay, uh, then the first thing I do is disrobe. I mean, uh, <laughs> and buy an expensive. Bottle of wine that I could not afford. Okay? Huh. And then drink it with lobster from Maine. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> huh. the, the, the point here is that, is that uh, if you are happy with this, the natural tendency is that you'll find things to occupy yourself. Because you can afford not to suffer anymore. You can afford to buy pleasures. Yes? Same thing. If you want to improve, you get to this level, you're happy with that, you stay at this level, you'll be Wonder Woman the rest of your life. We want better. Now you want to become... What's after Wonder Woman again? <laughs> huh? Catwoman? <laughs> I lost track. <laughs> Help me out. Okay. Uh, maybe a doctor? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Supergirl. You guys are so boring. Faster than a bullet. Never mind. Uh, and so, so you see, uh, the, the tendency for you, for those of you who can afford it, is to avoid suffering and enjoy yourself, reward yourself, right? And that's entrapment, self-entrapment. In order for you to improve, 
you need to say, this is not enough for me. Now I want a billion. Okay? Because half a billion makes me suffer. Does it make sense? If you're content, you will not improve. You want more, it comes from a sense of dissatisfaction, meaning, meaning that ultimately for you to improve, you have to be unhappy, endure hardship for you to improve. Make more money, you have to endure more hardship. More afflictions. Yeah? Uh, yes, question from Go Forest. The Middleful Master, it's me again. <laughs> so, um, the hoarseness of voice um, person. Oh, the doctor with a hoarse voice. Uh, horse, not horse. 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 Not horse. <laughs> Thank you, Master. So, I, I have a very nerdy question. I think people will laugh at me. It's about the comment you said about having fun. Having fun? Yes. Sacrilegious. So, you cultivator. You're not supposed to have fun. Exactly, right? So, because uh, just like Master taught us. But go ahead, ask. Right. So I'm trying to understand that the definition of fun, um, and first of all, we were taught, most of the Asians were taught to work hard, don't indulge yourself in too much fun, you have to make progress, you have to learn from your mistakes. And when we start cultivating, Master also said, if you feel so good, you're not making progress. If you're too happy, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so obstruction comes with um, progress, improvement, and you need to endure the sufferings. So I think I have a kind of almost like pathetic and, uh, and sickness feelings. Like I'm, I, I may even enjoy the pain in a way. I feel like, wow, I'm making progress. So sometimes I think I get, maybe I can even say I, I forgot about how to have fun, but in general, I feel I'm a happier person. I enjoy my life way more than before. Does that count as having fun? Or this is some type of middle way I need to, I need to look for, I need to learn to, um, to find where is my middle way. Okay. Thank you, Master. So confusing, isn't it? First, you start out and say, endure, endure suffering. No, don't be so attached to fun. And now, all of a sudden, after a couple of years, she's told, have more fun. So her question is that, why are you confusing me? <laughs> why is your message so confusing? It's about you've changed. Okay? Uh, and these people are so ungrateful. Doctors in particular are so ungrateful. Okay? Uh, you help them and they forgot that you helped them, you know, from help them to be willing to endure f suffering. Okay? And now you help them to learn to endure fun. And they still say, why are you confusing me? Why, are, why is this switch on so confusing? Because at different stages of your practice, you have to look, you have to have to use different approaches. Okay? Very much like when you first start, like Master Shinhua, he taught his disciples, his students, he says, Okay, and obey, grind your teeth, work hard, so and so forth. And especially his monks and nuns, you're true cultivators. You are supposed to endure suffering and take it. And they did. I did. Okay. And that's 
how we were trained. That's why I did too with my disciples and my students. I said, endure it. And when they're not suffering enough, I slapped them to add more suffering. And they forgot it, by the way. <laughs> Apparently not some. Uh, and, and so, so the initially, uh, we, the message is that suffer. Do not be afraid of suffering uh, because initially when people first come to us, they're so attached to pleasures. They say, oh my God, my legs are suffering. There's too much pain. I, I don't have to do this. Okay? This is illogical. I could be having fun instead of being here and torturing myself. That's why the message is that take it, endure it. Because it's counter to counter your attachments to worldly pleasures. Okay? That's how you're all wired. You suffer so much every day that at the end of the work day, you say, oh, this is too much. I'll go home and guess what? Pop a beer, watch TV, honey, massage my foot. Things like that. Okay? Uh, that's what you do. Uh, so that's why in order to break you or you out of this rut where you are seeking pleasures constantly to compensate for the suffering you're enduring. So what we're doing is we're helping you overcome initially your fear of suffering, which is you all have. Deep down in your heart, you're so afraid to suffer, aren't you? Wimps. There's too much suffering. I don't have to take this. I'm too smart. Your education, your worldly education, makes you smarter and also makes you wimps, weaker as well. So child meditation brings balance. We start out by saying, cross your legs and do the leg pains. When you do that, you will get great benefit. You see it very quickly. That's how we convince you to not be afraid of suffering. Okay? So that's the initial message. And then we'll bring you very far, by the way, very, very far, a lot further than any other worldly meditation approaches. Okay? When I mean by worldly, hear it as non-Buddhist. I'm really upsetting a lot of people. Okay? But I don't care. I'm too small to worry about it. And too poor. I wish I had a half a billion dollars. That would be nice for a change. Huh? Uh, anyway, enough daydreaming. So initially, yes, we have to help shake you up and say, hey, don't be afraid of suffering because you have, this is actually a process that will free you from the attachment to your small self. But once you free from a small self, then uh, you'll be on to the next phase where you, you have strength. You have now the opportunity uh, to help others. Okay? And when to help others, you need to connect with them through fun. It's not going to connect them with suffering because they run away from you. So that's why the next phase for her, for the horse doctor, he has her new nickname. 
ด็อกเตอร์ฮีซูฟอร์เฮอร์ next is to have fun to be able to help people because if you go to them and say hey suffer 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 they run away from you so how do you have fun you have fun by really enjoying it with others okay and you spend time with your family enjoy it that's all you do you don't sit spend time with your family and say like you used to before when you all first get started you enjoy family and say master tells me I shouldn't be you know wasting my time doing this thing <laughs> I should be ashamed of myself you, I feel so guilty you don't don't you feel guilty yeah. okay uh, but now now you're able to Uh, to no longer be fearful of suffering, you overcome your fear of suffering. Now your next step is to enjoy yourself at those moments, hmm? to connect with others, connect with your child, connect with your husband, connect with your parents. Okay. Uh, And share the joys of life. Why? Because you no longer are attached to the joys and the pleasures of life. That's why it's okay now. So enjoy, enjoy during those moments. Enjoy that glass of wine. Oh, wait a minute. I'm encouraging you to break precepts. No. Okay. I don't remember. I don't recall. <laughs> okay. Uh, so don't 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 be afraid, and enjoy yourself because I know that after those moments of joy that you're sharing with the people you care for. Uh, You've been trained to cross your legs, and you will restore balance, and you will uh, be okay again. I'm no longer afraid that you will lose control. Okay, so enjoy. When it's time to enjoy, enjoy a meal, enjoy a drink, enjoy some coffee. Okay, uh, all right. It's perfectly okay. Okay. Uh, Enjoy divorcing your wife, uh, <laughs> and so forth. Enjoy whatever it is. Enjoy. Don't be. You don't have to be scared anymore. Okay, or guilty anymore. Don't feel guilty anymore. Okay. So that's why it depends on where you are. Uh, you should have a different kind of. The word is. Attitude. No fear. Have no fear whatsoever. We live our lives with no fear. Look at that. No more. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And that's South Carolina. Zoom in. Look at him. He can walk without a cane now. Oh. So, does it mean you're back at work, or are you still on long-term disability and workman's comp? Injury rest. Injury rest. Mm. Okay. I wish I could do that. We don't have long-term disability, do we? <laughs> uh, workman's comp. Since <laughs> do I help? Do we have workman's comp? Uh, never mind. <laughs> so how much longer? Check. Uh, I don't know, but um, I can sit in full lotus for an hour now. So what? It's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> A few days ago, it's like uh, can't even sit in full lotus. Now it's full lotus for an hour. Since yesterday, uh, helped out. Wow! So back to work pretty soon. Oh, on light duty. 
enjoy. <laughs> Anyone else? I'm glad to hear it. Anyone else? Huh? Um, Master Sarah had a question. Okay. Master, just for the clarific- clarification for the translation, enlightenment versus nirvana, is that both state of mind? Nirvana can, is also a state of mind. Yes. It is. But that's permanent. All right, anyone else? Why, your question's getting better and better. I'm impressed. When I was, uh, when I first started, I wish I could ask as quality questions as you do nowadays. Okay, this man always asks a question when it's time to go. Well, anyway, you know, he'll learn one of these days not to ask me questions because I blacklist you. <laughs> yes, sir. Master, uh, I've read, and I know, you know, I shouldn't just should stop reading, but uh, that nirvana, in one sense, uh, is an experience of non-conceptual understanding. Of course, we can't really describe what that means, but non-conceptual uh, understanding and the um, extinguishing of, of all that. Do okay. we have the same... Is enlightenment have that same state of non? Is that a Buddhist source or or non-Buddhist source? Buddhist source. Mm. Although again, you know, I don't know whether that is correct or not. So I ask you. It's not. So for all practical purposes, uh, don't go back to that well anymore. It's uh, poison. Sometimes the demons poison our wells. Okay, be careful. Very simple for you. Keep it very simple. Okay? Mm. Consider everything to be junk unless it's from a limited number of teachers like Master Shenhua. You can't go wrong. Okay? Uh, you can read it in Chinese. You can't read it in English. Vietnamese would be the last one I would read. Okay? Unless you can't read the other languages. Uh, so even within that teacher, okay, I would read it in Chinese. Because English translation, you lose top-level instructions. Zilch. They don't get it. Okay, so you go to mid-range, you go English. Vietnamese, Hinayana. Okay, so that's why, that's why you have to be careful when you don't want to waste your time and poison your mind on, and, and fill your mind with garbage. Seriously. I, I'm too old to beat around the bush anymore. Okay? Uh, and you don't know. That's why we tell you, you know, don't waste your time. Don't poison. Don't go to that well anymore. You're only poisoning your, filling your mind with, with the garbage. You'll be sorry later, like right now. You're dumping garbage. Okay? Dump it. Not worth it. Thank you, everyone. Let's go to lunch.